Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-978-5309. That's 800-978-5309. What do you have to lose? Call 800-978-5309. Again, 800-978-5309. Meet Joe A, Joe B, and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect. Support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase. Make more of what's yours. Chase Mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is a bacon or sausage egg croissant plus small seasoned potatoes for 3 bucks. It's the breakfast that don't miss. So if you did miss Wendy's breakfast, don't imagine fresh cracked eggs, sizzling sausage, crispy bacon, and block out those hot, buttery, flaky croissants. Croissants don't really make a sound, but if they did... For a breakfast that don't miss, Wendy's is that breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Not valid for all the card combo orders. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, AutoZone is here to help. Get in zone. AutoZone. What if I need a new one? We have the right batteries right here at America's number one battery destination. Get in zone. And what if I don't know how to connect it? No problem. We have a how-to for you at AutoZone.com. Get in zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Come shop Memorial Day deals now at Lowe's. Prep your yard for the summer for less with five for $10 Scott's Naturescapes Mulch. And save on appliances with up to an additional $1,000 off select major kitchen appliances. Find savings across the store today, like five for $10 mulch. Lowe's knows home improvement. Bout to 531. Mulch offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii. While supplies last, selection varies by location. Appliance savings vary based on purchase amount. Exclusion supplies. See store Lowe's.com for details. It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's sports station. 92.9 FM ESPN. Jim, mother, can you hear me? Why 
welcome to the Giannotto and Jeffrey Show. Coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter at jwright 929 espn Over in the main studios, the Commercial Appeals lead sports columnist, the lead sports columnist of the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. Top three sports columnists in the state of Tennessee, barely tied for eighth best sports columnist in the United States of America. He is on Twitter at mgiannato. Mark, good day, sir. I hope you've been keeping up with the Stanley Cup playoffs and or Major League Baseball because we are we could be a few short hours away from eight days without, without well, the NBA playoffs. I don't know if you've been paying attention to those Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, those, got, are, those are going about we, similarly. We got a finals. We got we got two series in the finals in which uh, uh, no one – the uh, we have two series where one team has not won a game. Now, at least with tonight – with the stars, they get to return home mm-hmm. after dropping two. They, and a- the stars are ho- like in between watching the Celtics uh, Heat game four. You you might want to root for the Dallas Stars if you're looking for a lengthy conference final series in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And so we can have at least one of our conference finals in these two sports be like a semi, you know, a not necessarily compelling is the wrong word because I actually think the Lakers Nuggets series was compelling, but to have a hold on. Did you think it was? The Lakers absolutely were terrific in going down in this series. I'm not sure I've seen a more impressive performance in a sweep ever. <laughs> Windy! My guy. Windy! That's some breaking Windy right there. Is he right trying there. to get back into Le- Is he? Has he got a book idea? Listen, uh, uh, the reality is LeBron James is penning some sort of story here, if you will. Uh, as he uh, as he exits his uh, 20th season, whether it's his last season or whether it is his uh, next to last season, or if it's you know we're still three four seasons away from the end, he is he's got the last dance cameras with him. He's you know that that I'll just be honest. I came in today. It's Tell the Truth Tuesday, and I'm going to tell you the truth that that press conference he did after losing last night one of the finest performances of his career. Like I'm not saying it's better than coming back from three down three one, but the way he spun this, no one's talking about the Lakers getting swept. No one's talking about if they're talking about his legacy, they're talking about it in terms of man, if that was it, like how do we have you know, like what a career, you know? Um, hell, you know, I know he's I know he said he got emotional with uh, Carmelo retiring yesterday. Uh, you know who's uh, you know whose thunder he took away from uh, by. Uh, Making that comment after the game, Carmelo's got another win over him right at the end of his career. It did feel like reminding Carmelo, you can't retire if the league's already retired you. <laughs> and then, oh, well, we'll get into it here in a second. We've got a lot of truths to tell. But I I did find out some truths on why also the NBA Finals, they, they now wait until June. They set like a date for it to begin. Um, so we'll get we got a lot of stuff to get to LeBron related NBA related uh, here to start 240 or so Tim Murray will join us from Vison like he does on every Tuesday we'll talk we, we went through those college football lines quickly yesterday but there's a lot there's a lot more meat on that bone oh yeah um, and so uh, we'll talk to a gambling expert you know and and I I, I want to hear early favorites May favorites for like teams I think I want to bet on this year and teams that I 
want don't you want to, to bet on. I want you or to bet, bet against. Yes. Yeah, or, or bet against. Uh, so we'll do that with Tim Murray later this hour. Three o'clock or so, we'll get into the list. Penny Hardaway has an interesting uh, event planned, a fundraiser. Jason and John were talking about it. Uh, on their show I, earlier. I don't know if it's Penny has it planned. The Penny's Memphis Rebounders. It. Yeah, Penny's hosting a Memphis Rebounders event uh, that is, uh, you, know, you got to pony up to go to it. Um, and it's uh, interesting. Uh, it's at least for Penny, that you would. at least for Penny, a new way to fundraise. Um, so uh, we'll dive into the implications of that and, uh, you know, give you the details on it. Uh, also, Marcus Smart ahead of tonight's game four. Has it had it had some interesting comments or an interesting line? I should mm. say. Um, not sure if it. Not sure if I'm buying it, but regardless, we'll get into that in the list. Um, and then uh, it's OTA season. Oh Jeff- yeah, Jeffrey. And uh, I believe I saw some consternation. Aaron Rodgers may have tweaked an ankle at, at practice today with the Jets, but he is he's there. Unlike last year, Florio still doing articles about how he skipped OTAs last year. Maybe he'd have better. Maybe he'd have better chemistry with those receivers in Green Bay if he had actually just shown up to OTAs last year, like he is with the Jets. And the commission got a well-earned extension. Oh, well, job well done. Yes, job well done we got for some, the commission. We got some rules that are sending shockwaves through the special teams coaches community, and the potential. I think for like the first cold weather and NFL draft potentially. I don't know if you saw yeah, the announcement yesterday. Yeah, you know, I mean potential for it. it. It's certainly on the table. So lots they're going. Of- they're going somewhere where it will be unpredictable. Although I guess you could make the argument Kansas City would have been the same thing this year. That's true. That's true. Um, so lots and lots to get to on today's show, but we're going to start telling some truths, and and we're starting with LeBron. And and here's my. Well, tr- I thought it's tell the truth. Yeah, tell the truth. Correct. Yes. Uh-huh. So you're going to start with. Well, LeBron? did you notice? Did you notice during the press conference? That he kept, he's now got this defense mechanism. I'd never heard this from him before. Um, after several of his comments, he goes, and y'all probably think I'm lying about that. You know, did you notice that during the press conference? He, no, he's been doing that. That's like his thing? Yeah, he's been doing that. Because I noticed it during the Grizzlies pressers. Like, mm. y'all think I'm lying about this, but like, he's, yeah. yeah, he's big on that. He's a tell the truth guy. Yeah, no, of course. Um, and certainly a tell his truth guy. I'll say this I don't get the, like, ESPN, for instance, has faced some criticism and well-deserved at times of, like, its NBA coverage is not about the game. It's, like, about the people and the narratives, and it's too it's too far on the spectrum uh, of drama as opposed to, like, X's and O's and game and what actually happens on the court. And I think that I agree with the criticism overall. But last night they were taking heat for, like, too much LeBron and, like, you know, like, the main point being, like, after the game ended, they, like, focused at least initially on the Nuggets celebration for, like, five seconds. And then it was like, oh, LeBron's walking off the court. But I'll be honest, like, as as someone consuming that game, I was more interested in how LeBron reacted to losing. Yeah, I, re- I refuse to be a hypocrite on this. If I want to see LeBron after every loss, I'm not going to say they should have focused on the celebration more. Yeah, like... I was interested that LeBron, you know, typically sometimes he, you know, we've seen in the past against the Grizzlies. He just walked off. I mean, now he won that series, but he just walked off the court. Remember, he that was like oh, he's a, the king of like leaving. And he, but there's seconds, other series yeah. where he's lost and he's left without shaking hands and he's taken some criticism for it. I thought it was very interesting. It was a very quick exit, but he did make it a point to like 
d- d- you know, shake hands, dap up, whatever you want to call it, with Jamal Murray and then Nikola Jokic. He did, he did like, you know. Mark, he didn't want, unlike Coach K, he didn't want that moment to be about him. Yep. He wanted the, the Nuggets. It was his toughest series he's ever played. Him and AD were talking about in the locker room. Toughest, they, no, toughest they played to get together. Correct. I mean, toughest it, Lakers playoff series. And, and he wanted them to have their moment. Um, but I, I don't know. I, and then I, his press conference was really, I watched both his and Nikola Jokic's press conference. You know whose press conference Jokic's I found? presser or the, the post-game thing? Both. I watched okh- okay. both. I watched also like Nikola Jokic's presser. Yeah. I'm just sorry. Like, LeBron's was far more, you know, LeBron, whether it was, I think it was part, you know, well, like. Well, LeBron was immediately in spin mode. Yes. And it was fantastic. I just, I thought it was, I thought it was, it was unbelievable how adept he was at maneuvering the media narrative to his liking after that game. And, like, it's part of who he is. See, and I just felt like we are the st- the show of, like, tell your story. And it was just like, I thought it was expert storytelling last night. So, and he played pretty well. I, 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 when, like, I there's this, you I, can nit- nitpick, but he had 40 points. Played well in the first half. Yeah. Um, this is kind of where I push back on this. He, he has laid the, like, he's put in the hours mm-hmm. of being able to do this. But it's really not that hard to see through what he does. It's yeah. just because he – I give here's where I give him and I give the Warriors credit. Because they have spent so much of their careers being available to media mm-hmm. and using the media to shape their narrative, it has – it's created this situation of anytime he says something, it immediately becomes the story. Like – the biggest problem that LeBron has is there's no one that LeBron even like carefully wove it in last night that he he didn't drop the he did not drop the well this might be it at the beginning of the press conference. He did it on the last press conference so there's no follow-ups. LeBron is always very smart that whenever he decides to start spinning a little bit, it's never it's never with someone that goes, "I don't believe you." Yeah. Um, and there's the fear because for so long of his career, LeBron was viewed as a career path. Covering LeBron was a yeah. career path. My guy, Wendy. Mm-hmm. But there's always the fear of you can get cut out. And then there's somebody else that's willing to hop on that train. Dave well, well, here's the here's the question. Twofold, and we'll get to, we'll get to McMenamin. We'll get to McMenamin. Do we have to? Do you actually believe... That he is going to seriously consider retirement right now? No. Like, as in, like, that last night was his last game? Like, do you give any, like, I, I, here's what I I'll can be buy. honest, I gave very little credence to, like, like, yeah, I guess I'm sure he'll, he'll go through the motions of, like, like, I, I very much expect him to be playing next season. So, here's what I could buy. Whether this is a ploy to force his way out of L.A. or force L.A. to do something, like I'm not guaranteeing he'll play for the Lakers next year, although I would expect he would. But I, I just don't buy. Like you're telling me that guy is going to go out with his last two shots, having not even hit the rim. You know he's not going out like that. He wants to. He's going to have like a whenever it does happen. Well, there's no question he's going to have a Coach K retirement tour. Yeah, there there will be a retirement. There there's and no I do question think the the. Carmelo retiring yesterday put him in one of those moods about it because now he's the la- now he's officially the last 
guy from that draft class to still be playing. But I don't know. I just sensed and I just sensed a guy. Not until he said in that press conference did I sense he was someone who was like thinking about this as the end. I know he had the last dance cameramen there, but just because they did Jordan's last dance, like he just had a good fit. It was a good crew. Well, I'm pretty I, sure also that's the production crew that does. It's NBA Entertainment. That's who did. That's who like. That's, well, no, I think the actual can't like the actual production crew. Mm. I think like they're licensed with NBA. I think gotcha. it's done in, but it's it's the it's the drive to survive Formula One drive to survive full swing. Yeah, he just has like the best best current that's, sports that's doc crew with him. I don't think, but like I could be wrong, but I just. And he, the way he said it, it was the very last question. Like, he had plenty. There were a, a couple different chances he had where similar questions were asked where he could have said what he said at the very end. But I think he specifically said it because there would be no follow-ups because it, it had already been announced. This is the last question. And it was a question. It was like, how would you personally evaluate your season? And LeBron just took the mic and was like, oh, it's time. It's closing statement time. And – didn't really answer the. It was he turned it into a. Will I keep playing next year? You know, and um, I mean, it was the. It's the O'Reilly. It's time for the final word. And I do think he has a lot to think about because he has reached that phase. Jordan was in this phase. People forget. Remember Jordan at the very end, the last couple years, it'd be like he was just signing those one year forty five million. It was like an absurd amount of money, but he'd only yeah. sign a one year deal yes. with the Bulls. And he sort of did this whole song and dance too at the very end, and that's what I—that's how I see it as—is like, yeah, and coming off of a painful loss, where like I, I give LeBron this, like I I quibbled a little bit with his performance in the sense that, um, it felt like they really they could have they could if they had played a strong first six or seven minutes of that third quarter, I my guess is Denver maybe kind of puts its chips in and goes, we'll just end this in Denver. Like, you could have won that game if you had made a f- – and, like, it was weird to me that coming out of halftime, which was probably going to be the last time of the game where he would be kind of rested if he's playing the whole way, that he decided to be, like, passive in that moment. But at the same time, they were up 15 because he was special in the first half. And, like, he played his – you know, he played his ass off in that game. Like, he gave it – he emptied the tank in the end – I just quibble a little bit strategically. I feel like he was trying to save it for the fourth quarter very clearly. And in retrospect, you know, you could have, I think you could have maybe won that game convincingly. There's a scenario where you win that game convincingly over Denver if you don't give them, you know, if you don't, if you play that third quarter a little differently. So a lot of meat on this bone. Um, Let's take that point, that point specifically. I, I felt like, he was gassed. I did not feel like that mm-hmm. was LeBron. You think even after halftime, I think he gassed. was gassed. I think it was, I think he went full throttle. Yeah. And, and he was I, hoping like, okay, carry me here a little bit. AD. And, yeah. Hey, the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is why you're here. To me, the biggest reason why, the biggest reason why Denver's moving on and the Lakers are not, Nicole Jokic was the best player in the series. And Nicole yeah. Jokic was the best big in the series. And if, you look at the Lakers' two previous and, and series. And you can make the argument that, like, Murray was the second or third best player in the series. I think you make the argument he was the second best. He was yeah. certainly the second most. He impacted the game the second most. Yeah. I mean, because I don't think – do you think they win game two without him? Because I don't. No, and I honestly, I don't know if they win game three without him. 
Like, that first half, they were not good, except he was unbelievable. If you look at the first half of game three. Because it would be a little different to me if I felt like LeBron in the fourth quarter was able to, like, reach back and have something. I think it was literally he just left it on the floor. Mm -hmm. So, no, like I said, I thought it was for a 38-year-old putting on that type of performance, a 40-point performance, like, it's quibbling. Like, I I thought it it was tremendous to watch him at work at that level, at this stage in his career. Um, to uh, you know, And especially, well, to given hit, the injury. It was incredible just to see him hit threes. <laughs> yes, that too. We haven't really seen that. But could you tell me that LeBron is going to do, like, I have no idea. It seems likely to me he needs foot surgery. Would you agree with that? Yeah, so. It, and I have no idea, like, what that, I have no idea what that rehab inter- program is or what Interesting whatnot. you bring this up. So, I mentioned Dave McMenamin earlier. Our guy. The ESPN guy, ESPN.com reporter, who's assigned, he's LeBron, he's their LeBron beat writer. Correct. And technically, he's the Lakers beat writer, but he's the LeBron beat writer. And, you know, he's, he's been known from time to time to write some flowery prose about LeBron. And, uh, you know, some, he, play, some? he plays the game. Let's put it that way. And I'll give him this this was a moment for flowery prose when, with LeBron hinting, like, LeBron hinting at retirement, that was almost like him wink-winking at McMenamin. Do your, do your stuff. Take, I'm just saying, take it from here, Dave. It felt like there were a lot of words that were ready to go. But I'll give Dave McMenamin this. If you go read his story over at ESPN.com, he's got stuff other, the other stories don't. Well, yeah. Like no, he, I, I, there's no question if you play the game with LeBron, like you can make a career of it. So can I read you the lead? Please don't. I, I, look, Dave McMenamin filed at three twenty. Filed at three twenty nine a.m. Eastern time, so we're talking uh, twelve thirty Pacific time. So pretty late here. Um, LeBron James made his way down the ramp to exit the arena Monday night, having just completed his twentieth NBA season with an unceremonious sweep out of the playoffs, not knowing if it would be the last time he would make that walk as an active player. Excuse me, I have to go and vomit. James told ESPN he will consider retirement this offseason. <laughs> um, McMenamin, I guess, got him in the hallway after the news conference. Asked, when you say you got to think about stuff, what thread should we be pulling on that? <laughs> He's even going, like, how should I, how should I be spinning this story? Can you, can you help me with my metaphor? Yeah. If I want to continue to play, James said, as in next year, yeah, you would walk away? I got to think about it. Um, and so, uh, there's that. He also said, you brought up the ankle. Apparently on Monday, he was asked if surgery could be an option. And he told the SPN quote, I brought up the foot. Is he adding an ankle to the foot? Um, no, it's, they're calling it a tendon in his foot. Okay. Um, but he said, um, I'm going to get an MRI on it and see how the tendon either healed or not healed and go from there. We'll see what happens. But is he going back to the LeBron James's of foot doctors? Uh, I would guess, yeah. If, I mean, why, why not? Well, I mean, what if there are multiple? You know, did that foot doctor only get to the conference finals of foot doctors? I mean, doctors? that's a question. You know? did, that, what, did that foot doctor get swept? Well, and that's the other part of this. Like, they were the seven seed. Like, Aaron's talking about this is like – LeBron having, like, anyone talking about this in terms of LeBron's legacy, like, getting swept, I do think, like, what this series proved, and I think it's bothered some people, is, like, we're not, we are not talking enough about 
Denver was just very clearly the best team. Denver was the best team in the West. They proved it throughout pretty much the entire regular season. Like They finished first in the West. And I think it has been very clear to me, you can make the case for Miami, and I'm willing to, to hear you out. But to me, the team that has passed the eye test to me during the playoffs the most has been Denver. Yeah. Um, McMenamin also, I guess Anthony Davis was asked about LeBron's comments. And uh, he had to get a script. He said he was he was uh, he was surprised to hear them at first, mm. according to McMenamin. I guess he'd already gotten the script. Um, but after considering the marks a little remarks a little longer, mm. Davis more, recalled more reflection. Davis recalled a recent conversation he had well, with now James. Now that you mentioned that, when he told James, "quote He might have one more in me," when talking about the 2024 Olympics in Paris. So that's Davis who said that. James then told Davis he might already be done by then. Davis, thinking James misheard him, explained he was talking about USA basketball next summer, not 2028 in Los Angeles. James then reiterated to Davis that he could have already hung up his sneakers by next year's Olympics. Um, so there's some insight. Um, Do we have anyone that is con- – this is also the problem with LeBron. Everyone that gets to talk is in Camp LeBron. Oh, yeah. Man knows how to control a narrative to the point that – Here's the kicker to the McMenamin story. And really I this think this whole thing has been a swift kick. Really really think this is this is the this is I don't know what what do, what does an artist do when they're finishing off a painting? What what's the last thing they do? Frame it? Yeah, frame it. This, Sign it? Maybe put their 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 whatever their signature is. Well, this painting it's almost done, but it here's LeBron really painting a picture here. Um the true this, artist is never done more. And McMenamin. As much as there is a side of him wondering if it's time to go, however, there's still a side that is very much still in it. Asked by ESPN if he believed a summer full of rehab could get him back to being the player he was before his foot injury, James nodded. Why? Quote, because I'm still better than 90% of the NBA. Maybe 95. I mean, honestly, though, I don't really have a problem with that line. Like, I know there were people that picked up on it. Like he was, what, third-team All-NBA this year? Oh, I think that line is right. I also think it's a line of someone who's coming back next year. <laughs> He's coming back no matter what. The question is, does he play? Like, I don't know how many games he plays next year. Yeah. Like, you aren't going to sit there and tell us that even, like, when he started backtracking the playing with Bronny, in which mm-hmm. he started, someone maybe said, like, hey, man, maybe as a dad, maybe it's kind of, like, cool to – Specify maybe that's your your dream, but maybe let him do his own thing. Mm-hmm. And then LeBron gave the answer. He's like, "Yeah, you know, this this is what I'd like to do. I, you know, I don't know if 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 Bronny wants to or not. If Bronny will have the opportunity, like when he started spin zoning that, the first we've heard about LeBron not playing was last night after he got swept for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was that his first playoff sweep? No, Did the Spurs. The Spurs got him in the finals. Third, I think it's his third third time getting swept. Something like that. Like the first one against the Spurs, that 04 Cavs team that was just god awful. Like I, I don't hold that against him. This is the first time that the Lakers have ever been swept, correct? Um no, weren't some of those like Lakers teams with Shaq like before they want started winning titles, even before Kobe? Didn't they get swept a couple times? I mean they <sighs> certainly got beat convincingly in a couple of those series. Um but I just thought I just thought it's great work by LeBron. But see, like that's my thing, though. I don't really think it's great work. The problem mm. is 
you just have the audience that's eating out of your hand. Like that's great work. But it's really he knows not, it. When most people I see mm-hmm. are going like rolling their eyes, like this mm-hmm. is LeBron's finest hour. Mm-hmm. If everyone thinks it's his finest hour, it's not his finest hour. Well, he's got the mainstream media eating out of the palm. Of, but wait. no, he's not. Like that's the other thing. He caused ESPN. Like you could tell they were in a spin zone. They had to pivot. Well, you could tell whoever was in charge of the production team for Get Up and all the morning shows, you could tell they had decided the A story is Kyrie to the Lakers. Kyrie's at the game. Because Kyrie and Trey were at the game. But Kyrie was the one. That, well, I saw a report about Trey Young, too. I'm just saying, this was what the, they clearly had, like, the segments ready to go because they, like, started going. With, because on the one hand, they're trying to discuss whether or not this LeBron, whether or not this LeBron retirement story is for real. And then, all right, let's get back to business. Is Kyrie going to the Lakers? Like, they had to quickly, you could tell, like, I don't even think they believe it. Because I, I guess another popular thing was LeBron is doing this to leverage the Lakers, which I think very much so he is. I mean, to quote the great Brian Windhorst, mm-hmm. who just said this is the most impressive performance in a sweep he's ever seen. <laughs> LeBron likes ownership to be uncomfortable, Mark. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Well, now that we've contributed to the uh, no one, you know, everyone's disrespecting the Nuggets by talking about LeBron and everyone else, do we have any deep thoughts about, I mean, I, I think... Even if Boston were to come back and win this series in seven, which they're not, I think Denver's the favorite in going into the NBA Finals. Um, what, I guess... So he has been swept. Yeah, the Warriors got him in the Finals. This was the first time he got swept before the before the Finals. I mean, the way Denver has gone through this has been... I don't even know what to... like. I don't know if this is the start of something for them, um, but it does feel like this isn't just necessarily their – like it feels like they could go on a sustained run here potentially. But it, I, it's so just been – I've been really impressed. I thought the Lakers were at least going to win one game. And like the way they just – you know, they they withstood a LeBron barrage the other, last night. They, they beat the Suns on the road to close out that series – like, what they've done has been really impressive in these playoffs. So, kind of the way that I was looking at it is, and I understand we may have some some Rams fans that were St. Louis fans and decided not to go with them. I was kind of thinking about it this way. I think ownership matters. Mm. And set aside the whole Cronky is a Bond villain, the Rams, the Avs, and now the Nuggets, his three big, his three big ones. He's also well, got, and he owns Arsenal, right? He owns Arsenal, and we can even actually throw them in there. Arsenal, like, like really choked down the stretch. Mm-hmm. But you could also make the argument that like Man City was better, and they stumbled out of the gates. So, but when you really think about it, he seems to have a pretty reasonable approach to his organizations, like. If you look at set aside set aside deciding to go and get Jeff Fisher, like for the most part, there's continuity with the teams. Every team that he's had has has made at least a finals, and now every team that he's had has a chance to to win a title. But then it also kind of got me thinking about the Heat as well. Pat Riley, remember remember when LeBron 
first got to the Heat, and he decided it's uh, Spolstra's gone, and he mm. wanted Spolstra gone, and everyone was just assuming Pat Riley was going to do to Spolstra what he did to Stan Van, mm-hmm. and take the team over, get rid of him. I do think there's something to be said for if you determine your coach is a good coach, you need to see it out. I think there's just way too much turnover, way too much lack of continuity, and I think there is, like, I feel weird in the sense of, like, far too often I think in college sports coaches become a cult, and so that kind of, that kind of rubs me the wrong way. But, like, I do think continuity matters, and they could have easily have gotten rid of Malone, and honestly, there's been multiple opportunities where the Heat could have gotten rid of Spolstra. But what we've seen is both organizations are like, we know we've got a good coach. Let's keep him. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even saying, like, I think you have to – I think the the biggest part of that internally is you need to come up and decide, is your guy a good coach? Like, I think the signs have been there that Taylor is a good coach. Is he a perfect coach? No. But this idea that every single time that a player says something about your coach or that – you've got to fire somebody to save your own ass. Like, I just don't think that does the league any services. I think that's why we see so much, like, up and down, up and down, up and down. There's just no continuity. Yeah, well, and and Cronky, Cranky, Cronky, he's like the, you know, I know he's been in, he's been in the headlines a lot because of the relocation of the Rams, because of the, the SoFi Stadium, getting that deal done and all that. He did get it. No, it's more that people died building it. Yeah. He got it privately financed. He, he's very much like the, in the mold of, like, honestly, Robert Parra, like, doesn't really do interviews, you know, is known to be, like, kind of like, I'm going to hire you and I'm going to let you do what you want to do and you're either going to fail or succeed. I'm not going to, like, get involved other than I'm going to fire yeah. you. You know, like, if you stink, I'm going to fire you. And if you're good, I'm going to resign And he's you. not afraid to make moves. No. Um, I mean, he went all in with the Rams. Yes. And he owns, all, like, he owns basically all, he owns the Avalanche, he owns the Nuggets. The Rapids, he owns the, eSports yeah. teams that I didn't know existed. Yeah, and Arsenal. Um, and so, and, it, you know, and ultimately it's it's good for, certainly for places like Memphis that you've now in what now two two of the past three years you've had Milwaukee and um now Denver who I know Denver both are bigger cities than Memphis especially Denver but don't they like op, Denver is operating not like a you know we can just spend as much money as we want on payroll type of team 100% and uh they're they're very much approaching it like Memphis is We'll spend a bunch of money to keep our, you know, our home, like Nicole Jokic. Yeah. We'll give him the supermax, and Jamal Murray. We'll give him the max, um, and we'll go, you know, like we'll spend up until the, you know, luxury tax. But we're not going to just like outspend everyone. They're not the Warriors. Yeah, um, and then you can add like you know Toronto to that mix too, like a new champion, if you will. Like it's a good sign for the Grizzlies that that is happening around the, you know, like in the last five years. You've seen it feels like more parity in the, in the NBA than we've seen in quite some time. Well, and I think it probably coincides with LeBron, we're transitioning. LeBron's right now. older, like yeah. we, that generation is. LeBron and Steph are getting up there in age. Like we're transitioning to a new era of superstar. Um, and 
certainly from a basketball standpoint, John Morant is part of that conversation. Now, I don't know with the off-court stuff now how that works, you know, ultimately. Like, I don't think you're going to see the NBA making big promotion pushes for John Morant in the near future. Um, it's going to be a minute. Yeah, it's going to be a little while. It seemed like they were ready to really go uh, full bore behind him there for a minute, um, and he, he blew it. But um, it, it's it's refreshing and heartening to see Denver succeed like this. I think I saw the Grizzlies are now only one of five NBA franchises to not make the NBA Finals now because Denver Denver is yes. now no longer on that list. No, Den- well, the team that – I think the Rochester team that they were, they had the longest drought. Technically, like, the Rochester – I think Den- – well, Denver – I think the Rochester – But that was franchise- when they were in the ABA. That was not when they were in the NBA. Denver was like a team that came over from the NBA. Yeah, it's five right now, technically, is now um, – I, th- I thought it was 76 they made it. No. Uh, they were talking about it on SportsCenter last night. Mm. It's the Pacers, the Pelicans, the Brooklyn Nets, the Orlando Magic, um, and I believe the Memphis Grizzlies. Let's see. NBA. Oh, those are to never win an NBA final. Yeah, season. yeah. They, they made it, I think, in their f- – yeah. Yeah. Well, regardless – Nuggets uh, made history last night, and uh, good for them. Yeah, Clippers, Timberwolves, Hornets, Grizzlies, Pelicans. Those are the five teams that have never made the NBA Finals. Um, And obviously, the Grizzlies, I guess the Pelicans drought is technically the shortest. Grizzlies have gone 28 seasons, including the Vancouver days, without an NBA Finals appearance. New Orleans, the Pelicans, 21. That's the thing. Does New Orleans get to count as no New Orleans? According to this list I'm looking at here, now this isn't the official the one, yeah, because yeah, basically the Hornets' history counts as the Hornet. The old Hornets' history counts as the current Hornets' history. There you go. And the yes, and the Pelicans basically their history now starts the day they moved to New Orleans. All right, so, there we go. Confusing enough for you, but uh, no, like I said, it's we said this from the get go once the Grizzlies were eliminated. Denver was the team you wanted to see succeed if you're a Grizzlies fan because they're doing it in a way that feels like the Grizzlies could do it. Yes. And and it feels like they are the favorite to win the NBA. I, they're my pick. They're going to win the NBA Finals. I, I, I know Jimmy Butler and the Heat have been great. I think Denver's winning the NBA Finals. I most certainly hope so, but I've been doubting the Heat the entire playoff, so I'm sure I'll keep doing that. All right, when we come back, let's turn our attention to college football. Who are the teams that we're buying in on? we got early week one lines. Let's discuss all that with Tim Murray of VEASAN next when we come back right here on Jan Otto and Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Go over this big number in Denver. I'm Joe Ostrowski here to help you beat the books with BetQL. The Marlins and Rockies face off in Colorado today, and the market is expecting runs with the total set at 11. Even with this big number, the BetQL model likes the over. BetQL has over 11 runs as a five-star best bet. They project this total at 12. I'm Joe Ostrowski. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. WeatherGuard, the name that stands for unmatched security in truck boxes, is now making a name for itself on the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series circuit. WeatherGuard is the official sponsor of the safety and security work crews at Speedway Motorsports tracks across the country. Engineered to meet the demands from job sites to race sites, WeatherGuard truck boxes feature double-welded seams, weather-tight seals, and high-security latches and locks. If it's a job worth doing, it's a job worth WeatherGuard. Learn more at weatherguard.com. All 650 acquisition fee, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage. Seltos P745-8378, MSRP 239 Sportage P7173-696, MSRP 27077. EV6 P5105073, MSRP 49965. Includes all rebates and incentives. Must find its two Hyundai. Excludes tax on a license with approved credit. CD for complete details. Offer valid through 531-23. Dealer stock only. Warranties limited. Powertrain warranty. See Kia.com or retailer for details. Hey, Jeff Allen, you ready to command the road at Gossett Kia South Mount Moriah? Listen to this, Randy. I've got a world performance car. 2023 Kia. EV6 wind EPA estimate range 310 miles at $499 a month, $49.99 due at signing. Whoa! And a 2023 Kia Seltos LX SUV 34 MPG 263 a month, $29.99 due at signing. Plus a 2023 Kia Sportage LX 288 a month, $34.99 due at signing. All 36 month lease. And Kia's 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. So whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy at God. Kia, Mount Moriah. 2680 Mount Moriah or KiaMountMoriah.com. Siamo Tanati. In other words, we're back. The Memphis Italian Festival is happening June 1st through the 3rd at Marquette Park. Games, Italian food, arts and crafts, and live music on both the acoustic and main stages, including performances by Bailey Bigger Landslide, Shotgun Billy, and more. Plus, you can enter a raffle to win a 2024 Chevrolet Trax courtesy of Chuck Hunt and Chevrolet. Learn more and get your festival and raffle tickets at memphisitalianfestival.org. The Memphis Italian Festival, brought to you by Chuck Hunt and Chevrolet. I have so many people tell me they hear my ads on this station and that they want to know if I'm really as bad a golfer as everyone says. This is Sheldon Rosengarten with Mark Spensdorf Realtors. And yes, I hate to say I am. I wish I were in my 90s because I could then tell people I shoot my age. But being a bad golfer is not terrible because I devote so much of my time to selling homes to keep my clients happy. Over the many years in the real estate business, I developed a highly successful strategic marketing program, not merely a listing program. Using preparation, presentation, and proper pricing, it works. If you're thinking of selling, talk to two to three real estate brokers and make sure that I am one of them. Find out why people often say that when you want the job done, call Shell Dunn at Shell Dunn Rosengarden, 483-0546 or memphisrelocate.com. Do it now. Shell Dunn, 483-0546. 
483-0546 or memphisrelocate.com. You ready to get your ride on at Gossett Mitsubishi? Inventory is arriving daily and we're ready to put you in a new ride today. Get seven seats and 27 MPG combined in your new 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander. We Gossett at $33,285 or $469 a month. And the winner takes all in 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander PHEV. 420 mile total range, 64 combined MPGE, and 38 minutes best charging time. We gossip at $449 a month. And you'll always get peace of mind with Mitsubishi's 10 year, 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. Outlander 469, Outlander PHEV 449. That's gossip Mitsubishi. 1870 Covington Pike or shop online at MemphisMitsubishi.com. If you want it, we gossip and gossip more. Outlander PC 045645, MSRP 33785, PHEV PZ 043032, MSRP 4823, includes all rebates and incentives, PF 695, excludes tax title and license with approved credit CD for complete details. Offer valid through end of the month, dealer stock only. This afternoon, pleasant with times of clouds and sun, high of 84. Weather brought to you by Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea Hard Ice Tea, made with real brewed tea and a 5% kick of alcohol. Look for the bright yellow cans in store. Twisted Tea, keep it twisted. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates. It's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. If you're hiring, it can feel like you're trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. In fact, ZipRecruiter has helped a lot of business owners find their needle in a haystack. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. Because Telly Tires has grown a lot in the last few years, Marco needed to hire everyone from a receptionist to a store manager to a head mechanic. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. ZipRecruiter helps me keep my business running. Take it from Marco and millions of other businesses who've used ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter can help you find the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash R-A-D-I-O. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Max is the streaming service for every mood. Today you're feeling like Khaleesi, the mother of dragons. I was born to rule the Seven Kingdoms. Tomorrow, you may feel like Harry Potter. Expecto Patronum! Sometimes you feel a little grouchy. And I love being grouchy. Or you feel like an adventure. I'm on my way to Flavortown! And sometimes you just need to laugh with friends. Pivots! Pivots! No matter what mood you're in, Max has it all. Max, the one to watch. Subscription required? Visit max.com. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. This hour of G&J is brought to you by the Next Generation 10G Network, only from Xfinity. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any MLB game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back and bonus bets up to $25. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. 
Then opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion to receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. If your parlay with four legs or more loses by just one leg, it's only at BetMGM, the best place to bet on baseball. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. Tim Murray's, of course, the host of V-CIN Primetime. Also the host of V-CIN's College Football and College Basketball Betting Podcast. Kind enough to join us each and every Tuesday. Tim, we realized yesterday when we were probably heading to conference finals that were not going to be long series we're going to have a lot of downtime. And so you had a thread yesterday. I believe you were tweeting uh, DK's DraftKings' week one lines, and we briefly went through some of those. I wanted to start here, though, before we get into, like, specific games. What was the most surprising line that you saw, or at least the early line? There was one that came to mind for me. Mm, that's a good um, – that was just in – Stenographer mode, so I was just firing. Um, I would say for week one, uh, I would say Penn State laying 18 and a half against West Virginia. That was pretty high. Um, but West Virginia seems like they're going to be a, a little bit down this year, but I thought that number kind of kind of popped a little bit to me. We've known the TCU line for a while, TCU taking on Colorado, all the buzz behind Colorado. Uh, that wasn't a new line that emerged yesterday, but that's sitting at three touchdowns, which I think a lot of people um, you know, would be surprised about. And then I texted a buddy, uh, Chris Hassel, over at uh, CBS Sports uh, HQ, because <laughs> he's a big Iowa guy. And I said, hey, Iowa's laying 20 and a half against Utah State. He goes, is Iowa capable of scoring 21 points? Well, that, that was the only thing. That was just- <laughs> I hear they just gave their OC a big extension. Uh, Brian Ferentz. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how, wonder how that worked out. And they got Cade McNamara, baby. Well, the thing that was I was upset about is we didn't get totals because I needed the total of the Iowa game, and then I wanted the total of that, that Rutgers, so that lay- Rutgers Northwestern unders already screaming to me. Lay Iowa and then take the unders. So oh, yeah. Like- Lay minus 20 and a half, under 28, and, uh, you know, f- hit the middle there. So, Cade McNamara was born to underthrow out, out routes in <laughs> Kinnick Stadium. It was, I'm not kidding you, Tim. One of my favorite things from the draft was did you happen to catch Laporta's highlight reel? The best thing about it was like every catch he had to make was like an impossible catch. Like, he's like, <laughs> He's running wide open, and it's like having to make helicopter good adju- catches. Good at adjusting yeah, in like, air. Yeah, it's like he is, he's is. he got great ball skills. Like, we know that because, God, they can't. Like, all of his quarterbacks suck. But I was a little surprised at Florida, Utah, minus nine and a half. Nine and a half. Not necessarily. I thought a nine and a half for a week one game when an SEC team is going to come in relatively healthy. Now, with that being said, I'm good that it's nine and a half because I think I want to lay it. My question to you guys, and you know, I I'm not fully in prepare like you know full on college football. Um, you know, we're in workshop mode. mode. We're, we're in workshop but, mode. You know, the Cam Rising injury. You know, what's their quarterback situation going to be week one? Um, 
Is Florida really going to be trotting out Graham Mertz? Because that is hilarious if they are. Uh, the Wisconsin transfer, for those of you who are unaware of Graham Mertz's oh, the, fine our, work. Our audience is well aware. <laughs> I have made them aware. Because remember, he threw five touchdowns in his first game. Yes. And then it was all downhill after that. It was the COVID game against like Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, and five touchdowns. Mertz for Heisman. I think he also threw five touchdowns to Notre Dame in that oh. game at Soldier Field. Oh, to Notre Dame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was there. He threw a couple of them. It was nice. Yeah, it, it certainly felt like that. I don't know. It's just one of those things where I am – it's getting a little weird at Florida. And it, I don't think they're very good, man. Their that's why – five and a half. You know, um, you're going a night game. This is the first – check me on this. I think this is the first time since like 1987 they're playing a non-conference game like west of the Mississippi – they almost never leave the state of Florida to play non-conference I remember, games. I remember one year they did that uh, week zero. They moved the game to my, you know, the Miami game to Orlando. But I mean, I, I, I cannot, I can't think of the last time that they opened across the Mississippi. Yeah, I. They almost never do. So now you're going on the road. Uh, Utah will have revenge on the mind, um, and I'm trying to find. The exact it's a, it's an incredible stat that they just they just never leave they never leave the state of Florida um, for non conference games but yeah I mean that game is you know week one let's let's be honest it's it's really not that not that intriguing unfortunately as a college football fan I want it to be a little more juicy I mean the juiciest game we get and I think it's going to be fantastic is LSU and Florida State but that's a Sunday nighter and that's why I think it's so interesting. I put this tweet out like a, a month or two ago, guys. Where will college game day go week one? My initial prediction was TCU for Colorado TCU, but big noon kickoff is going there. And are we really going to send two pregame crews to Fort Worth for the post-Max Duggan era? I mean, it's and, Dion, And it's well, Dion. Serious question. Have they done that other than Ohio State and Michigan? Yeah, they've done it before. Yeah, you met that Notre Dame-Wisconsin game you mentioned, they did that there uh, at Soldier Field. Yeah, they've where, done it a couple times. I bet you they do go. I bet you they do go. I, where else are my, they going to go? Penn my, State? My, no, because that's an NBC game. Yeah. Um, I, I think... This Does this my, get more complicated for game day now that they're... Like, basically, no, they only have the SEC games. They, the usually, don't, they usually don't care, but it usually yeah. I feel like it's if it's a tiebreaker, they'll go to the ESPN game. So my guess right now, I have... Do you think, though, it gets complicated I, I think, now that... I think now they go to Charlotte. See, I think they go to North Carolina, South Carolina. Ah, uh, yeah, good call. I wonder, though, if it gets complicated. It used to be a situation where... Sneaky good game, by the way. If the 2.30 CBS game... They were they were always fine going to that. Yeah, I don't care. But now that I feel like the Big Ten, like it feels like lines are drawn. You're either a Big Ten network or you're going to be an SEC network. Like, and I, I do wonder if it gets a little more complicated. And then you know, Fox takes the Bear. Uh, like, I'm just saying. Yeah, like, but the Bear wasn't on game day for a long. He's only been on recently. Yeah, you're not losing that much. He was only Bear. a part of that. Show I know for you like him a lot. Years. The Bear's the best. Yeah, no, behind the Chris. scenes, but like as an on-camera person, he was only a part of it for the last what? 10 I think years? If game day wants to be maybe what they are as they minimized Corso. Yeah, is he going to be back? I, I, I think know. he's going to die on I that. Mean, I think he's going to die on that stage with some honor. I mean, that dude. 
I mean, God bless him. Well, that's um, why they – I mean, clearly they have McAfee on there to, like it, – it's kind of the transition. You know, you're going to – McAfee will will take that spot Well, eventually. basically, what, what Corso had been doing the past however many years was he does the opening segment, and then he's out for almost the rest of the show, right? And they'll kind It feels of like randomly. he does, like, top of the hour at yeah. each hour. They would do the oh, – you know, do the resets. They yeah. would try to do the heavily scripted stuff. So the opening segment, and then you're right, he would bounce, then and then bring him the back picks. for picks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he hey, usually man. came in back in the middle and some somewhere when they were having some sort of discussion. He'll be he'd participate in like one other discussion. But usually, yeah. if it was an eating segment, <laughs> you know, like what are we cooking here? No, uh, listen, I- I'm fine with the course. Of, I- I've come to t- I've come to terms with the course of thing. I'm not going to criticize it. I get it. Oh, it can be a like, little uncomfortable it's at like times. Eighty-seven years, but if old that's what makes him happy, I-, yeah. I like fine. Like I'm I'm more than happy to 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 do uh, to have Corso in there still, but. Um, yeah, you're right. It is. I mean, I get it. Like uh, with no preseason games, I'd be, if I was a college football coach, I'd be reticent about playing someone good week one, too, to be honest. I know like we're talking about, there's not that many good games. I know when I used to cover like Virginia tech, I remember when, my first year on the beat and they played Boise state to open the year. FedEx back in, like, Field. Yeah. Back in 2010. Beat. And like Frank spent the Frank Beamer spin the whole, you know, it's like, Practices are much better when you have a when you've got an opponent like Boise State as opposed to like you know some directional. Nothing well, you know, school. Mark, it's keeping me off the golf course. Uh, <laughs> but I just am not buying that. I'd much rather have an easy game like my buy game, the first game, to kind of get some kinks out. I just know if with the, with no preseason games, I'd much rather like if I was a coach, I'd I'd probably be very against playing a good team the first game, just like a lot of these coaches are. Well, I'm hopeful with the with the expanded playoff. You know, I know a lot of people. Oh, it's gonna be watered down. I think this is gonna allow coaches like I don't know Jim Harbaugh to actually schedule someone that has a pulse in the non-con as opposed. What to are you talking about? Gone. This ECU game to start the year. I mean, when listen. When they've lost, it's the everyone. toughest. It's the toughest non-con game on the schedule. Thirty-six and a half. Thirty-six and a half. If they played ECU last year with Holton Aylers, who had been there for like a decade, I think he might be the mayor of Greenville, North Carolina, currently. Um, he, uh, the the kid Mitchell. He was he, there Mitchell. so long. He, he was there so long. I told Mark at the start of the season, Aylers is back, and he like Mark thought I was I like was floored. He thought I was like pulling one <laughs> I was on him. Floored. I was like, no, no, no. Seriously, he's back. Did he go on like a Mormon mission or something? Like I was floored. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you and I think they play. Uh, Michigan plays Oklahoma next year, I believe. Well, Did they have they have UNLV and Bowling Green. Wait, is Green. that back on? I thought some of those series got canceled. I thought it was back. I got to double check. Yeah, one of those. One Michigan's th- playing someone next year. Maybe Texas. One thing that is going to help Week One when all these teams get into their new league. They play Texas next year. The the leagues are clearly probably Arch's first start, right? Yeah, that sounds about right. I think the leagues are going to be so beholden to the TV networks they're going to they're going to get the first rid game of, of the year. It'll be a second start, first big start. Buy or sell this? I I if I'm good, I don't really want to play someone good. But if I'm like that mid tier P five team, mm. I kind of like going and playing the good team week one because usually everyone kind of screws up, and I feel like that's the chance that mm. that's. That's the cow beating Texas, like you know, with golf. Like that, that's that's always your sneaky, your sneaky game. Virginia it, Tech beating Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. Because it's always sloppy. It's always a sloppy game, and I feel like the sloppy games like favor the underdog. 
Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. And it gives you, especially with the expanded playoff coming next year, it now gives you that chip, right? And it's supposed to be your full body of work, not how you end the season. So full body of work, week one counts. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, you know, week one, you know, you got a couple conference games. I actually, I'm starting to get myself more kind of juiced about this this North Carolina-South Carolina game. You've got mm-hmm. Spencer Rattler, Drake May. I mean, I, I do wonder a little bit, Guys, if, you know, remember, what was it? It was the COVID season when North Carolina had, they obviously had, you know, NFL starting quarterback, Sam Hell. Man, this uh, is, I didn't even think about this. We got Mac versus Shane. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, well, Frank's they, best friend is Mac Brown. Like, they're like best buddies. Was that got the, Spencer Rattler against Drake May. At who's one Frank point, rooting for? Probably his son, I guess. <laughs> I would think so. Tough. And Frank will be... play. Frank will play golf with Mac on Friday. Mm-hmm. They'll go. You know, they'll go play like Quail Hollow or something. I assume that game is you in Charlotte. That feels like it is in Charlotte. Charlotte. That feels like a game that's always in Charlotte. In Charlotte. Yeah. They'll go play like Quail Hollow, something like that. And then you think now, Mac has time to play golf for a big game like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. He lost his OC, Phil Longo, now up in. Uh, uh, I'm familiar whiskey. with. I'm familiar with Longo's work, and that brings me to my next point. I'm fading Wisconsin. Hmm. Yeah, they're getting a lot of love. And and it's it's, you know, when you look at these teams like Wisconsin and I mean, to Wisconsin's a much lesser extent than what Colorado is doing, which is completely gutting everything, but Wisconsin just went in the portal and was like, "I'll take you. I'll take you. You, you." And it, you know, are we sure Tanner Mordecai from SMU is going to be a good Big 10 quarterback? I mean, he's probably an upgrade over Graham Mertz. He's better than Mertz. I would say so. He's an upgrade over Mertz, but I will say this. Longo Longo has a habit of getting good quarterbacks and getting not very much out of them. But I'll say that when Longo had uh, Javante Williams and uh, who was the other running back? Michael Carter. They ran the hell out of the ball at UNC, and they've got, you know, Jonathan Taylor back there. So, in theory, Wisconsin should be able to run, no surprise here, just all over the place. I just, uh, his offense, it's just, everything is so difficult. It's like air raid, but like, air raid, but dumber. Like, he, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's well, high and, school air raid. And my question is with Fickle, especially. Fickle was successful in the AAC. Because, like, to his credit, he was able to recruit a caliber of, like, sure. linemen that most well, AAC schools could not. What was it, two years ago? I mean, didn't they have, like, the second most guys in the draft? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.